In this English lesson, I wanted to help you learn the English phrase, have in mind. We usually use this phrase in two questions. You might hear the question, what do you have in mind? And you might hear the question, who do you have in mind? Here's an example. Let's say Jen says, hey, I think we should go out this Saturday night. I could say to her, what do you have in mind? What I'm asking is, what are you thinking we should do? Or what are you planning? What do you think would be fun for us to do? So I would say to her, what do you have in mind? Let's imagine another situation. Maybe Jen wants to hire someone to work on our flower farm. I could say, who do you have in mind? And basically what I'm asking her is, who is the person you are thinking of hiring? So when you say to someone, what do you have in mind? It means, what are you thinking? And when you say to someone, who do you have in mind? We're asking, who are you thinking about? The second phrase I wanted to teach you today is the phrase, do you mind? This is a polite way to ask someone if they can do something. Sometimes in my classroom, I'll say to a student, um, I'll say to a student, sorry, do you mind closing the window? Or do you mind opening the window? Um, it's just a polite way to ask someone to do something. Sometimes in the kitchen, Jen will say, hey Bob, do you mind handing me a fork? Or while you're up, do you mind getting cups for all of the children? So when you say to someone, do you mind? And then you ask them to do something, it's just a polite way to ask them to do it. So to review, when you use the phrase, who do you have in mind? Or what do you have in mind? You're asking basically what the person is thinking about or who they are thinking about. And when you say to someone, do you mind? And then you ask them to do something, it's just a really polite way to ask them to do something for you. So uh, I, always, I always say things like this, um, do, you, do you mind clicking the thumbs up on this video? Or actually I usually say, would you mind in that case, don't I? Yeah, interesting, because you can use both. I could say to a student, would you mind opening the window? And I could say, do you mind opening the window? Both work. Hey, let's look at a comment from a previous video. This comment is from Alexi. And Alexi says, thumbs up and only then watching the video over again, listening to Bob's voice, reading the subtitles and speaking aloud at the same time, because there's no time for farting around. Great use of the phrase, by the way. Finally, writing the comment. This is my simple plan for learning English, which I follow step by step with my favorite teacher. Thank you very much. And my response to Alexi is this. This is an awesome plan. I'm glad you recognize the importance of combining different modes of learning. You've got reading, writing, listening, and speaking all happening from one video. Great job, Alexi. So I do want to talk about that for a bit. Thanks for the comment, by the way, Alexi. Um, Alexi, you've kind of keyed in to what I think is a very important aspect of learning the English language. And I'm going to sound a bit like a broken record here uh, because I say this all the time. You really need to work on all the areas. You need to be reading, you need to be listening, you need to be speaking, you need to be writing. I hope I didn't forget one. And then I always add at the end, you need to be learning new vocabulary, which kind of happens when you're doing the first four. And lately I've been saying as well that you need to do, uh, you need to learn a little bit of grammar along the way. I think it's important to learn just a tiny bit of grammar. So anyways, Alexi, great comment. I'm glad you're taking a little four minute English lesson that I'm creating and turning it into something more. That's kind of the hallmark of a good learner. A hallmark is like a sign of someone that's doing, a sign of something someone is doing well. So I'm really glad to see that. And I hope some of you can take that as a challenge. Certainly these videos can seem like just a simple four minute video of some English guy talking, teaching two phrases. But they're also great for listening practice. You can listen to them twice. You can read the subtitles while you listen. There's a transcript below if you need it. This is more than just some crazy guy speaking English for four minutes. See ya.
Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash bobthecanadian.